Hi everybody, so on this episode of Balm to the Soul, we've got a super guest to talk to us and um, she's a really good friend of mine, Susie Smith, and she's a sound healer. So we're going to talk about, or ask Susie to talk about, um, sound healing and how it works and what to expect um, and how it affects us. So welcome Susie. Welcome. Hi, hi, thanks for having me. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Lovely. So tell us exactly what you, if somebody says to you, what do you do? How do you explain it? I'm, I'm a sound healer. I'm a sound energy healer. So people come to me wanting to transform or change uh, something in their life where it's a a block or a pattern that they're stuck with or even just wanting to bring in something new into their lives um, and I can allow those shifts to happen through channeling sound through my voice um, and I very often liken it to sound is an energy it's a frequency so we, we transmit energy and sound through radio waves and when we realize that our body is energy and is vibrating and is full of frequencies um, we understand that we can move these channels of frequency along so when i channel sound um, i really connect into my heart space um, almost like step aside and allow the, the sounds to come through. And it, it's a process of really surrendering and allowing the right frequencies to come through. And the sounds will come through and they'll be, sometimes they can be really guttural. And I often find that the more lower tones are really sort of like shifting the lower vibrations or frequencies of that block or pattern. Um, and for me, when I channel a more of a higher frequency, it's bringing about safety and a sense of support and, and, and perhaps more angels. I think that there's a real mixture of energies that I connect with when I channel sound. So probably gone a little bit off par on that question, but in a <laughs> nutshell, it's hard. The, the, the answers are always so big. Yeah, no, that's that's fascinating. So tell me, how did your, do you just use your voice or um, do you use instruments as well? I started off many, many years ago. Um, I started off my whole um, journey as, as a healer with Reiki and reflexology and massage. And, and through um, a Reiki course, I then learned how to do Reiki drum. So... And I just remember being fascinated and being almost hypnotized by the beat of the drum. And I guess that was my start into sound, although I had no idea at the time where that was going to take me. Mm. And then from using the drum and taking people on journeys with that hypnotic drum beat, um, I learned how to play the gongs and singing bowls. So it's, it's been a progression of sound instruments that have come into my life, even um a maraca that I bought in Ecuador mm -hmm. on uh, on the equator of the of of um yeah of Ecuador. So you know I sometimes use that uh, maraca in in my sound healings. I think the the channeling of sound through my voice has happened over the last four years. And again, it was it perhaps started with mantras and alms, um, and then through going on channeling courses, I realised that 
I was a vocal channel of sound. So it, it's been a progression over the years for me. That's, that's really fascinating. So what does it feel like when, you know, you become that sort of channel to sound? What, what does it feel like for you? I can be sitting with a client and the, all of my sessions start with a discussion of intention and what, what the healing is for. And sometimes it's like I can feel a nudging from my guides, from energy. And it's like, come on, you, you need to get on and do this now. It's almost like there's an urgency to it. Or there's a real sensation around my throat chakra and it's like okay we, we just need to get you on the couch lay you down and start bringing the sounds through um it's almost like I, I can feel the pressure of these energies starting to build up through me um through my own energy field i guess so that it's just it's a, with, with all energy practices and healing practices it's a deep inner knowing your intuition that it's going to come through does that make sense? Amazing. Yeah. Totally mm. amazing. I, just listening to you, Susie, is sort of blowing me away a bit, really, because I've not really heard anybody talk about um, energy healing in the way that you're saying about using your voice. I mean, I, I use sort of the singing, a singing bowl and I've got a rain stick and I did actually make a drum um, years ago, which I loved. And I... And I kept it in my treatment room and sadly it got a bit damp. So it's lost its tightness. Oh, but I've yeah. always been drawn to my drum. And I love what you're saying about the Reiki with the drum um, and, and how you channel your, the energy through your voice. It's amazing. So would you say that, because, you know, some I have heard people talk about drag, dragon speak and different light language. Do you put a label on it or are you, you do just talk about your own voice sounding? That's quite an interesting question. And I believe there are two ways of looking at that. For me, um, I try not to label anything too much because ultimately when we start to label things that are from the divine from source from energy it's almost like we we it becomes um more ego it has to be this um so for me it really is about getting out of the way sometimes i know that it's dragon speak coming through or sometimes i know it's an ascended master or a goddess um there's a real deep knowing of that and other times i just let it flow so i Personally, I don't like to label things. Um, I, I think it's far better to, to, to give way to the energies and know that it's coming from an open heart. Um, however, I do know that there are many courses out there that are specially designed for light language, for example, or um, connecting to dragon energy. And I think, you know, that's okay. Um, and I, we all have our own way of phrasing it. And a label is important, I think, for humans because we need to know what we're doing. But yeah. in the true essence of channeling, there doesn't need to be a label or a name given to the sound or language that's coming through. Um, that, that's really, really my preference on it. Um, but as I, I like said, that, yeah. I like yeah. that because it's not, it's like not bringing the conscious mind in, you know, it's not bringing, 
you know, you really are just getting out of the way and letting whatever needs to come through, come through. I think that's so important, you know, whether we're bringing through, um, you know, the, the, the beautiful energy of Reiki or we're, we're bringing through an ascended master. It's not actually us, is it? You know, we're just yeah. the conduit for the energies. Um, you know, step aside, give way, surrender, and just let those energies come through. And you'll be surprised that sometimes there is like human speak that comes through, human language that comes through, and you will know that it is, um, I don't know, Mary Magdalene, we, we spoke of her before we started the podcast, or you will know that it's Kuan Yin coming through. And again, linking back to um, a few minutes ago, it's all about the intuition intuition, and just complete trust. Yeah. And, I, you know, I've had lots of treatments from you, having known you over the years and listened to the way that it has changed. And it has, hasn't it, over the years? It's Immensely it's so, yeah. Yeah developed and morphed and I suppose that's the same with anything that you do um you just develop it and and um practice don't you I think what I've noticed um over the years with my channeling is in the beginning it was perhaps a little forced um and I think um whenever we start something our human side of us our human beingness is very excited and this is what I've got this is what I've got to deliver and it's almost like we're pushing and squeezing with all our might because yeah. we're excited and we want to deliver that yeah. and um what I've noticed especially over the last year 18 months that I've really been able to step back and allow it to be rather than feel this urgency to deliver and when and again going back to the word surrender which I've used several times already through this talk it really is just about stepping back and when I step back that's how I've noticed the different frequencies have changed in my delivery to my clients in the sessions because I suppose you, you you're you're just removing ego completely aren't you if you if you're stepping back and just I think so you're you're moving yeah definitely you're just moving yourself you're moving your ego your mental association out of the way um I also believe that the frequencies have changed so much for me because I've done a fair amount of personal development and Mm -hmm. to be a channel or to be any therapist within the healing world it's important to do that Mm self-development so because we are bundles of energy all of our emotions our mental our thought patterns our past lives you know it's all energy and the deeper we go into clearing these stagnant energies the more room we make for these high frequencies and source and divine energies to come through so that's going to shift your tone or it's going to shift your um, ability to empower people when you have them in session yeah absolutely because when you do any sort of energy work you're clearing your energy you're clearing um your aura but for you as you clear you know it's going to make a a, you're going to hear the difference in the sound that's coming through definitely and i remember i had a healing session um with my cat several years ago and that the message that was coming through from my cat ellie was that she wanted me to find stillness And in that stillness, there would be um, a bigger space to hold for my clients. 
And Ooh. so I had that message probably three or four years ago. Yeah. And at the time I was so fast and so busy in my everyday life. It's only really now that I'm able to receive that message and understand it fully. Yeah. That, and that's so true, isn't it? When you slow down in a way you have, you become less busy, you have more headspace, you have more space. Um, yeah. Yes. 100%. Yes, I agree. Interesting. Find you sometimes so busy with life and, and in the zone that it's not till we slow down for whatever reason that we can have more, like you say, headspace to to think about things a bit more. It's so interesting, Susie. Fascinating. Thank you. Thank you. We'll have to do a session with you, Liz. (laughs) Yes, I'd love that. I really would because it's, yeah, quite a new thing for me. And um, You'd love it, Liz, because you love it. Yeah. You always, you know, got your symbols and your rain stick yes. during your session. So, well, that sounds amazing. I wonder how we could um, perhaps bring in sound through the oils that you work with. Yes. And um, there, there must be a blend, a harmony with the sound and the frequency of oils and how you can push that through deeper into the aura of people. I'm sure that's something that we can explore together. Absolutely, because the oils are so amazing. I mean, they work on the physical, but they work on the emotional level as well. And, you know, I mean, Natasha knows too where she's been looking. They just take you on a, a, a sort of journey that you, you don't even realise. You know, you start looking into them and then when you, when you actually use them and you connect with them, they... They really are, yeah, incredible and um, so nurturing and, and can open open up sort of emotions. And so working with those, with sound, with Reiki, with, you know, all the lovely healing energies, they, they're just another tool to add in with the crystals and so beautiful. I feel so blessed to be able to use them. <laughs> They all have their own frequency, don't they? They must have. So presumably, if you if you connect to frequency in a different way, maybe you can connect to the sound of them. You know, yeah, there must be a correlation so. there, mustn't yeah, there? Because yeah. you know, the, the, the amazing thing with the oils is, you know, you've got rose that um, is on such a high frequency. I think it's something like 528 hertz frequency. Now, some of them are amazing, um, but all quite high frequency. So, yeah. Fascinating. Mm. That would be really interesting. To, I've not heard somebody using the sound and oils connected, but there must be a connection. So, yeah. um, well, let's do that. Let, let's get yeah. together and work with the oils and sound and see um, if it can expand a journey or a healing. Yes. Um, just open clear those frequencies you know open yeah. them up expand them and maybe we can um if you do a little recording maybe we can put that up for everybody to listen to um okay. sounds like a wonderful idea yeah. yeah so before we finish Susie um tell us about your because I know that you have a course where you um help people to connect to their own voice to channel sound don't you I do. I, I created this course um, a couple of years ago, but with with the present climate in in the world and you know where we've been for the last eighteen months, it sort of 
you know, being being on hold. But I've created a sound course, and it's called Aya Star Sounds. So Aya is a star within our cosmos, and I channel her frequencies. So Aya is the sister energy to Gaia, our Earth, and. Eyes connection through me and through other people is to assist in the evolution of humanity and Gaia at this time. So she's really coming through, her, her sounds um, are really coming through and, and pushing people to assist. So I've created, um, it's just under a year, it's probably, probably about over nine months. It's three weekends and it's teaching people how to channel sound, how to get out of the way and how to use sound as a healing modality, um, whether that's for them on a personal level or to build a practice with, or simply to assist with, with, with the earth and animals. You can use sound in any format, um, you know, to any reach, any person, any, any being, plant, animal. It's just a frequency that you're working with. So yeah, the, the course is out there and it's on my website. So um, I believe that will be linked up on here as well yeah we're going to put all your contact details below as well so that sounds really fascinating I know I've done I did a trial one when you were um writing it with you and um, oh yeah I remember yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and it I can't say I'm a natural sounder I think I think my problem is that I have to be in control I realize that that's something I'm working on but anyway that's another story but it was it was so enjoyable and so fascinating um, to try something new like that because I think if you push if you push yourself then you get so much more development so much more information so much more realizations about yourself. You um, do, you do, and, and and it's one of the reasons why I've extended the course over um, a nine month period. So there'll be about every three months or so there's there's a weekend course so that gives people the space to go away and practice on the sounds on themselves and i know that even now um well when i was first learning to sound and aware that you know my, my voice was a channel that the the easiest place for me to sound was when i was driving in my car <laughs> and <laughs> it was and i think it's because driving for me is very autonomous it, you know that's when i can get a lot of clarity because you're just in gear and you're moving and, and everything's flowing. And yeah. I used to be driving along and all of a sudden I just like, like I'd start, something would just burst out of my voice. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so there is space between each of the core states. So you can go away and practice because it's not always comfortable to make sound. Um, yeah. You know, I remember my first few clients, I, I was, I was almost, um, almost embarrassed of what I was doing because it was so new and I felt so vulnerable in expressing it um, and and the course goes deeply into that bringing you to a place of safety and security so you can express yourself with your true authentic power yeah sounds fascinating Susie it all sounds fascinating doesn't it Liz yes love this it's amazing I love it <laughs> <laughs> thank you so, so much good it really does so so excited about all of this it's great <laughs> and, and if we do if we do get um susie to do like an mp3 recording we'll link that up at a later date as well because that that would be 
really fascinating. Mm. Thank you, Susie. Thank you so much for coming on Balm to the Soul. We very much appreciate it. And I've uh, really enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. And maybe we can have you back another time. Maybe you could do us a bit of sounding another time. That would be fabulous. That would be wonderful. And maybe we can work with um, an oil that most people have in their homes, like a lavender oil. So we could yeah, get people to bring the lavender, place lavender in their hands and, and I could sound. So that's a really accessible oil for people. But, you know, that's for another session. Fingers crossed. Yeah, no, that would be amazing. That would be really good. Yes, I know loads of people are going to really love this. So thank you, Susie. Thank you so much. Yes. All right then, ladies, I'll Great see you soon. Thanks again. Bye. 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 Bye.